This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe. Interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Hey there, pineapple people. Welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your host, Northern Guy. And Southern Girl. And in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the Swinger Society takeover of Club Trapeze in Atlanta. Yes, we are. We just recently went there. We took um, a group of VIP uh, people and our influencers, and we had a blast. Yeah. Um, so anybody that, that doesn't know, uh, Club Trapeze in Atlanta is kind of our our home club. Um, you know, it's probably the club we've gone to the most and, and also our favorite, one of our favorite clubs. Um, and so we decided for our first real, um, you know, experience where we've sold tickets to an event that we would do that at Club Trapeze. So we took a, a group of about 14 couples um, and they stayed in a hotel with us for the weekend. Uh, we hosted a meet and greet. Um, we had a class. Um, we really just kind of walked them through what what it would be like to go to their first club, and then and then we went alongside them um, to attend the club. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm excited to talk about it and tell you all about it. So you ready to hop on in? I am ready. And uh, for the record, Lacey is still remote, so we're not together. So her audio is probably not going to sound um, <laughs> totally up to par. But Correct, correct. Our schedules have been a little crazy. Um, the bigger all this gets, the more we're traveling. And then when we're traveling, I have to be home. So it makes it kind of hard to pause and record podcasts. <laughs> so this has been working for us. The audio is not what we would like it to be. But we hope that y'all give us a little grace on that and know that we're we're trying. <laughs> That's right. We're just going to make it work. Yeah. All right. So uh, mm -hmm. this was a, a kind of a weekend experience um, that was Friday to Sunday. But you and a few of the other um, Swinger Society influencers actually went uh, and checked in on Thursday. We did. So you and I have found that when we do events, it works better if you and I go down a day early just to kind of get things situated and so um a couple of us girls were like hey why don't just the girls go if we can um there was a few husbands there but why don't the girls go um check in early get our room set up have a little girl time um and then let the guys come in on friday and so that's exactly what we did um and it was so needed um we had all kind of had a rough week in the social media world so it's hard for people to relate to what we're going through unless you are in the spotlight. Not saying we're big and famous because we're not. We know we know our role. But if you have any kind of following, it 
you do it does have pressure you know so it was really nice for me personally to be able to sit at dinner and just have like a really good conversation with all of these other women that just get it does that make sense yeah no i i I mean i've seen that i think i feel that way i think about a, a lot of our events is kind of having that shared understanding with these girls that are on tiktok well in couples that are on tiktok you know, because we're going through all the same stuff, being outed to our family, you know, people on TikTok saying mean things, being body shamed, like all all of that stuff. Um, I think we mutually kind of get it and, and can kind of support each other and build each other up. And, you know, some of us are at different parts of that journey and have been through it and can kind of help coach the ones that are just now getting into it. And it, it is nice to have that kind of almost like a TikTok social media community. It is. And like, even like you said, like, you know, Dan and I were outed on the, on TikTok, you know, almost a year ago, but some of these people are just now going through that or their jobs are just finding out. And so it's nice to have people in different stages of that to kind of walk each other through it and build each other up and say, I know what you're going through and I'm here for you. So it was definitely much needed. We went to a Mexican restaurant, we had margaritas and Mexican food, it was so yummy. It was just just good for the soul, if that makes any sense at all. Um, after that, we decided we needed like a fun activity. And what better than a bunch of girls going to a sex store? <laughs> so one of the um one of the people in the group, the mass swingers, she they have seven kids. They have like a huge bunch. And she loaded us all up. And we found this, like, super cool, awesome sex shop. It was probably the biggest place I've ever been. It actually had a club underneath it. Um, it was a little sketchy. Not going <laughs> to lie. It was. But they did have security guards out there and stuff. So, like, you know, they kind of kept us, you know, honest. But it, we were in, like, Atlanta, you know, at, at a club alone, you know, without any males, just, you know. So it was a little scary. But once we got into the sex shop, it was really cool. Um, lots of, like, club wear, every toy you could think of. It was just fun. We didn't buy a ton. A few of the girls had left some stuff at home that they needed for their outfits. So it was just kind of fun to, like, walk around, check everything out, laugh, giggle. You know, it was just, it was good. for. Like I said earlier, it was just good for the soul. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you had that kind of experience, uh, on Friday, uh, me or Thursday, I'm sorry. Uh, but me and you had to have a conversation cause you knew that Thursday night, you guys were going to take some pictures. You were going to make some TikToks. Uh, you had yeah, talked about, yeah. mm-hmm. you talked about taking sexy pictures and stuff. And I was basically like, babe, if you want to like have some girl time, like <laughs> do some girl play <laughs> and, you know, get, get that on camera. Like I'm totally fine with that. Um, you did say that to me. Which I said I didn't think I was going to do that, and I was not, you know. And if you've op- if you followed me, I'm not the most bisexual. Like, not that there's like a meter, <laughs> but like, do I enjoy the company of females? Absolutely. I think it's more of like an appetizer to like the main event, which is the man. But um, but you did give me the green light. I did not end up doing anything. I mean, I did take like some naughty pictures um with a few of the girls um but they were more implied naughty not actually us doing the naughty does that make sense um it makes sense to me because i saw the pictures but yeah just just some (laughs) sexy like poses and kind of some teasy yeah sexy poses yeah like some panties pulled to the side 
that kind of situation. Um, it was fun. Um, it was actually a lot of the girls kind of dispersed because it was like midnight by the time we got back. And, you know, there's a few of us that are night owls. So like we stayed up and made stuff, but a lot of the other girls just like went back to their room and called it a night, which in hindsight, I probably should have done because we were up late the next two nights, but it was fine. <laughs> um, and then Ashlyn, who works for us, who I don't need to spend a lot of time with, ended up getting there at like two o'clock in the morning. So her and I laid on my bed or you know, our bed and just chatted for like two hours. It was so good. We laughed, we joked. It was just it was much needed. And it was like the calm before the crazy weekend. Yeah. Um, and then you guys again. You, so you spent the night there Thursday. So you were there Friday day, and I ended. I didn't get up to get there till probably late. Well, you know, three four o'clock um, Friday. But uh, yeah. So, you- so when I got up, um, Kylie, Brad, sexy singer chicken, Brad, and then Ash of Ash and Bo, Mister Fireball. Um, we went and had Cracker Barrel, which Cracker Barrel was like the closest restaurant to us. So it felt like everyone all weekend just ate there. <laughs> Um, but we went and ate there. It was good. I needed to carve up. I knew it was going to be like a crazy night. I mean, crazy next few days. So it was good. Um, I did that. We came back. And honestly, by the time we got back, I had planned like a little collab with um, for our play, which is Bella and Jay. So it was Bella and then Life of Spice, um, Mrs. Life of Spice some some sexy pictures and we were going to go tiktok live and make some tiktok so i had planned that so like really by the time we got back and like i kind of picked up the room and got organized and everything it was really time for them to come to our room and i start that yeah i think i think that's the part of the weekend when i showed up i think i walked <laughs> when yeah. i walked into the hotel room you and bella were in the bathroom like getting your makeup on on tiktok live and kind of getting ready uh, to, to do your pictures and tiktoks and things like that mm-hmm. yeah so when you walked in we were literally in the middle of a live, just getting ready for our pictures and stuff which was really exciting i had never met bella from for our play which we talk about it's, um, so then here's a note go ahead I, you want to explain no, I learned this this weekend is it's not for our play, it's for play. So the <gasps> four is the it's for play. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not for our play. So if you don't know, they're they're, they're another yeah, they're another podcaster. Well, and it's like spelled the number four O U R plays. That there's the name of their podcast, it's the name of their website, it's the name of everything. And I thought it was always just for our play, meaning like, you know, for us to play. But what it is is it's for it's a play on four play, meaning like foreplay like you know yeah, uh, and I, mean, I didn't that know makes that sense. um sorry Bella and Jay <laughs> for that we really like them we've always we really connected from the very beginning of us getting on TikTok um they have another podcast that we really enjoyed they also have a game that we have talked about a lot on our podcast and it's a really good icebreaker so definitely check that out so it was I was really excited to like meet her and hang out with her um, and then obviously the opportunity to take fun, naughty pictures with her, um, because she's not local to me. They drove like 15 hours to get 
to Atlanta. So I was like, let's take advantage of this opportunity and, and get some hot picks. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, and she's, I mean, mm-hmm. she, one, she's beautiful. I mean, they're, they're a beautiful couple. Her and yeah. Chase are both uh, very attractive. But uh, she's also, I guess what I didn't realize, she's a ball of energy. Like watching you guys do TikToks, she was 100 miles an hour. It's like, okay, here, let's stand here. Let's do this. And you stand there like that. And like, she just was on it. Like she was in TikTok I mode. I love her and this is Life of Spice because they are very much organizers. So I love when I get to do TikToks with people like that because they just like tell me what to do. And I, I love that. Like I'm very much that person. Like, tell me where to stand and what button to hit and tell me what I need to say. <laughs> And I can do it all day long. And so, you know, I was like totally down. It was super easy doing things with him. And Kylie. So Kylie the night before, Sexy Swinger Chick, we had done TikToks with her. And we just like knocked them out of the park. Like one take and done. Mm. Because I feel like we're all, all of us have been on TikTok since the very beginning of all of this. So I feel like we've got a lot of experience under our belt with making TikToks. So it was just very easy with all of them yeah yeah and so you know this is this kind of starts the chaos of our weekend because simultaneously to you guys doing all that um our our vip guests were beginning to arrive at the hotel correct so it was kind of like crazy in our room because so we ended up getting the biggest room simply because we've learned our lesson somehow (laughs) our room has always like the gathering place And there's been a few times now where we've had, like, a tiny room, and there's, like, no room to breathe. So this time, I was like, we're not doing that. We're getting a big room. We're not messing around. And thank God, because we needed it. But as we're doing the TikToks and stuff, more and more people start coming in our room to hang out, which is fun and exciting. But at some point, we decided, like, we needed to go topless. Like, we needed to get an entree. (laughs) Um, And so, like... I had to kick everyone out of the room, which I felt terrible about. But, yeah. like, I mean, honestly, I don't really care if they see me naked. But it's also, like, I want to be respectful of the girls, too. So right. I, I had to be like, I'm sorry, guys, but can you leave? <laughs> yeah. And and so another, um, another note I was going to say about, you know, as the VIP started getting there and checking in, um, there was at least one, if not two, couples that had issues checking in. Um, because on our website, swingersociety.net, they had used fake names uh, when they made their account. And so mm-hmm. when they booked the event, we just went to the website, pulled their names and saved their, you know, made their reservation for the room under that, the name that was on the website. And I even think in the website, it says like, you know, use your name, your legal name for, you know, because that's what you're going to need for events and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I talked to one of the, the people that did it and, you know, she was like, well, I didn't think. I never thought I was going to go, you know, like I never thought I was even going to go to an event. So I didn't really think about <laughs> yeah. it. You know what I mean? And so they show up yeah. at the desk and they're trying to check in. And they're like, we don't have a reservation under that name. And they're like, oh, you know, and eventually so we, we were trying to sort through all that. Well, you know, you guys are TikToking and we're running around trying to sort all that out. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was a little it was, of course, kind of like growing event, pains event of chaos. event planning, <laughs> you know, like next time we know what is your actual name what name do you want your hotel to be under so i think that as we get bigger and we do these more we'll learn all of these little tips and tricks and make it better but yeah there was a couple of times that i was like oh my god did i mess something up but luckily i didn't it was just i totally get why somebody would you know put a fake name not thinking so 
But thank goodness it was all easily fixed. We worked it out. No problem. Got everybody in their room. Yep. So we got everybody checked in. Yeah. You you finished up your your stuff with Bella and um, mm-hmm. Life of Spice, uh, and then it was time for you know everybody to get ready. Um, and then we all um, we had a Friday evening meet and greet outside in kind of the courtyard. Um, they had a nice fire pit and kind of a barbecue and some chairs and and so we yeah, kind of met the whole group down there. That was something that we just kind of decided based on their website, the hotel's website. They had an awesome outdoor space. So we were like, hey, let's just do a meet and greet out there, not knowing that the space was like really amazing. It was the perfect space for a meet and greet. We got so lucky. Um, And we all did like pineapple wear, which was really cool because. The hotel was vanilla. We did not do a full hotel takeover. There was about 70 of us staying there. Um, So we needed to pick a theme that we could still be like covered and respectful of people at the hotel. And I thought, I think Kylie actually said pineapple theme and it was perfect because everybody looked so cute. Don't you agree? (laughs) Yeah. And it what and it made it easy to spot who was in the group when they're yeah, you know, walking around in, in pineapple uh, uh, stuff. Um, one thing I will say about the pineapple stuff uh, outfits is I don't know if the hotel. So again, like, like Lacey said, we're staying in a pretty big hotel and this is like a four star major name brand uh, hotel. Um, and it just so happened that um, there was lots of groups uh, other groups staying in the hotel with us. Um, some of them, Lots I think, of children. were high school bands. Um, some of them, I can't remember what the other groups. Uh, there was an ROTC there was like a gospel. group, uh, golf. Yes, yeah, so there's yeah. several several groups, right? Um, yeah. And so, you know, we're all in our pineapple outfits. Uh, and I don't know if like the staff at the hotel had told the the high school groups that we were also there, or I don't I don't know if there was, you know, or if we were just that obvious that we were swingers. Uh, but I know uh, somebody in our group said they were coming down the elevator and, they, you know, and they're coming down from the fourth or fifth floor and they stop on the second floor. The doors open and there's these two high school age children there. Um, and, you know, they just kind of like are staring at the people that were on the elevator, like, like just staring at them. And, and the people said, we're like, you guys, you getting on? You going to come, come down? And they said that the students looked at them and, and said, uh, we're not allowed to get on the elevator with you. No. They said we're not allowed to talk to you. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So, um, and then there was another girl who saw me and she was like, hey, can I come outside and take a picture with y'all? And I was like, yeah. And I kind of looked at her like, why are you asking that? And she goes, my mom, my parents are swingers. And I was like, oh, yeah, come on. So she walked outside and like took a selfie with all of us. So, I mean, like definitely mixed reviews, but like, if anything, that kind of tells you where we are as a society. Like children were not allowed to talk to us as if we were sexual predators. Yeah. And that it's like, a conversation. As if we would hurt someone's right. children, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's sad. If you really stop and think about it, that is very sad. Yeah. I mean and you know, parents, maybe they didn't mean anything by it. They maybe they were just like just ignoring them people, you know, like or even if it was like a chaperone and they're in charge of 20 kids, it probably was just easier to be like, let's not deal with those people. Right. But Stay away from them. Yeah. Still, I kind of, you know, I kind of wish that in today's society, their parents could have had like more of an appropriate age appropriate conversation with the kids instead of saying like, Ooh, they're bad. Don't talk to them. 
Yeah, and I guess, you know, it's part of the weird part about being open in public is, you know, most swingers in public, you would never know they were swingers, right? Very rarely do they wear a bunch of pineapple gear and run around, you know, with sign, pretty much big signs on them that say, hey, we're swingers. Um, but what you're saying is, yeah, an adult, likely an adult, whether it was uh, the chaperones, the hotel staff, somebody had said to those children, essentially, stay away from those people, right? And if that's not the perfect sign that there's a, a stigma about our community, right? Because th- this group that we were with was completely respectful. They were dressed very, yeah, very... Yeah, like in their 40s, 30s, 40s. Yeah, a thousand percent. Right. People and, like that are nurses and doctors and teachers and like very well-respected people in their communities. Children were not allowed to talk to them because of their sexual preference that they do behind closed doors. Yeah. Uh, it's a hundred percent. And it, you know, I don't know if there's anything that speaks, you know, it's, it's never been more relevant or, you know, more in your face to me than, than that right there. Right. Elevators, doors opening and children saying, we're not allowed, we're not allowed to talk to you. Like we're not allowed to get on the elevator with you because yeah, like you're saying, yeah. like, like for some, it's, cause there's some assumption that adults who are swingers would do any type of harm to children. You know, to me, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. And I mean, I guess like as a mama, you know, like, I have a 12-year-old son who is my world, who I put first above every single thing else. Like, that kind of hurts my heart. You know, that children are being brought up and taught that way. You know, because we're all really cool, good people. Like, you know, there's, like, honestly, like there's so much worse out there in the world. There's people that really hurt each other, you know? And, like, I don't know. It just... I guess, like, as a mama, as somebody that's trying to do good by our community, it just hurt my heart. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's a good, you know, self-reflection, right? Like, why, you know, what are we teaching our children, you know, and, and you know, something like that. Well, that... I think that comes from the parents' education, mm-hmm. honestly, because, yeah. like, the parents don't know. Society doesn't know that swingers are good, normal people. They just see the chaos and the... Um, the news articles and what they assume swingers look like instead of actually doing the research and learning from themselves. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Hey, that's, that's what we're here for. Right. To try to try to help change. That's what we're trying to do. I feel like we're hitting obstacles at every corner, but we're trying. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so, but then once we finally all did make it, uh, to the, uh, the little, uh, courtyard area it, it was a great you know it's funny when we the plan events killed it yeah when we have planned events i nef- i guess i never w- would have thought like hey let's have a vanilla night just for everybody to socialize and get to know each other and have it not be like super sexually you know no, not a lot of sexual energy just a normal kind of vanilla night but i'll tell you that you know lots of people said that that was the highlight of their night mm-hmm. was just hanging out in yeah. a vanilla setting with no pressure mm-hmm. uh, getting to know people asking questions talking we you know we we cooked s'mores you know we, people were drinking but uh, you know not it wasn't excessive it wasn't you know nobody was mm-hmm. getting naked nobody was you know doing anything crazy or destructive it was just a really really good social um interaction it really was um um we did have quite a few Exciting. Well, I guess maybe one, not quite a few. Sexy swinger chick currently um, got engaged. Yeah. Yeah. And we, that we was had a big a, highlight. Yeah. Uh, uh, we had a little, we, we kind of knew that was going to happen, but uh, Brad had he reached did, out. I heard a rumor that he may. <laughs> yeah. 
So I actually text him on the side, which we always say we don't communicate, you know, outside of group text messaging. But in this case, you know, we made an exception. Of course, I could have just copied you on it, but I felt like maybe he'd feel like, I don't know, safer just to tell me. But sent him a text and I was like, I heard a rumor. And I never even said, are you asking Kylie to marry you? I just said, I heard a rumor that something's happening. What do you think? I mean, like, is that true? And he was like, yes. And I was like, okay, weird. And he was like, Friday night. So I really wanted to make it special for her. Um, So I actually um, worked with Mrs. Life of Spice. And we were like, what can we do? So I ended up making like a group messaging with all the females of the group. And we were like, let's come up with some ways. So we ended up signing on a champagne toast. And we all bought her like, and him, like, little gifts like kind of like a bridal shower meets a lingerie shower at the same time <laughs> yeah. so we didn't really think about her having to bring it all home a shout out to lady hayes for packaging it up and mailing to her we appreciate you but um so we had it all planned um brad gave us the cue mr life of spice who is a dj hit the music he dropped to one knee and proposed and it was wonderful she kind of had an idea it was going to happen but she thought it was going to happen Saturday night at trapeze so the fact that it happened Friday night was like really amazing she was totally thrown off guard yeah no and it was I think that was the way to do it you know kudos Brad for planning it that way but you know we had Mm -hmm. all of the the influencers and TikTok kind of you know our friend group and then and then these other you know 30 you know the, the 14 couples 30 people um, and it was just, I don't know, the energy was right. The group was right. I mean, it just, it seemed like, you know, under the stars with the fire going. It was a like, beautiful, perfect night. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it was just really great. Um, and then, of course, like like I said, we had the champagne toast after. Um, of course, we're all influencers and we we're all on our phones all the time. So she got tons of video um, of the engagement. So, um and he even went so far as the box that her ring was in was, and if I missed, if I messed this up, Kylie, I'm sorry, but was like her grandfather gave her a piece of jewelry from that box and he saved it and put her engagement ring in it. Yeah. So like he really, and like Brad doesn't strike me as like a super sensitive, super romantic, sentimental guy. I don't know why he's never done anything to make me think otherwise, but he knocked my socks off. I mean, like he nailed it. I was so proud. Like I was proud of them as a friend, you know, as a couple. I just thought it was just like, it was very special to be a part of. Yeah, no, I agree. It was, it was a special moment. Mm -hmm. You know, Kylie was crying and we think we, you know, we all got a little, a little emotional Um, about it. It definitely, you know, it got me, got me in the, in the feels for sure. Yeah. It was fun. Um, I, I was part of it. So she got some cool, got some cool gifts. Lots of lingerie. Um, I believe there was a strap on. Um, paddle. Brad had like a, a yeah, a pad, a custom made paddle from the Kraken Beards. Brad had a groom hat. She had a veil. Um, it was just like lots of cool swinger merch. Like he got a shirt that said, "Who said it has to be game over?" or something. You know. Because, you know, they see those shirts that say game over, like when you get married. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just fun. It was a fun night, fun time. 
Yeah, and then we all stayed out there until we uh we we shut the patio down. If if there's, <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing, but uh, uh, we all stayed out there until. And I think everybody. I mean, I don't know if anybody really left. We were all out there talking, conversating. There was some drinking, um, and then about midnight, uh, the hotel. I don't know the person behind the desk or whatever came out. It's like you guys need to shut this down. Like we can't, you can't stay out here all Which night. Which we okay. I will say this. I was like the shh police. Yeah. So I got pretty tipsy like within the first few hours, uh-huh. and then you switched me to water, and I very quickly like sober up, and then I became like more worried about the group than I was enjoying myself. Which I mean. I guess that's part of hosting, hosting events, yeah. you know, you know, which I was a little bit frustrated with you because you were having like the time of your life, you know, <laughs> and I'm over there like, shh, shh, shh. and nobody was being disrespectful at right, all. Right. It was just like, we had 70 people outside and <laughs> yeah. 70 people outside is going to create volume. It just yeah. is. Yeah. Um, so I was super proud of us as a group, but I was just sober enough to like, not be annoyed but kind of be annoyed if that makes sense like i was i like the hotel that we were at i love the space and i really want to continue working with them so i was more concerned with that like future events there than i was like everybody having a blast so (laughs) once i told us to shut it down i was like okay let's all move go inside so i'm like almost like herding cats you know like literally trying to like like not physically pushed, but like move the crowd inside. Oh, yeah. and people were just not moving. They weren't <laughs> moving. And then I was cleaning up. Yeah. I for- we forgot about the pizza, babe. I just realized that. That's oh, a good story. That's we didn't tell. Uh, we didn't tell the pizza story. So you should tell that real quick. So we realized that like none of us had really had dinner, and. So Dan's like, why don't you order like 15 pizzas? And I'm like, okay. Now keep in mind, I'm like drinking alcohol. I'm trying to host everybody. I'm trying to like, you know, shake hands and hug and, you know, other things. So I'm like trying to order pizzas on my phone at the same time. So I ended up ordering like five cheese, five small, five pepperonis and Papa John's. Order them. They take like, quit laughing at me, like an hour to get there. They show up and I ordered 15 small pizzas. She ordered, first of all, if you're going to order bulk pizza, you don't buy it from Papa John's. It's probably like the most expensive like pizza place. Like you go Pizza Hut, you go Domino's, you know, like, you you know, like Papa John's is like up there price wise. And then then you ordered, and then you ordered personal pan pizzas. So the dang, and I think you ordered it from an Uber driver. Like it wasn't even like, Papa John's had delivered them. It was I ordered like, it from Grubhub. Like, why? Most pizza places deliver. Why would you go through Grubhub to get the upcharge? Because I, I was <laughs> drinking and having fun with my friends, and I did not feel like trying to figure out which Papa John's was the closest to me. I could pull up the Grubhub app, type in pizza, Papa John's pulled up, and I ordered it. Okay? Yeah. Leave me alone. Next time, you were in charge of the food. Okay? Yeah. We paid two hundred dollars for personal pan personal pan pizzas. Yes, and then um, everybody was picking on Lacey, like, "Oh, can I get my half a half of a half of a slice?" Which is funny because we literally had four pieces left over total. <laughs> now, I will take that any day. At least we didn't waste um, a ton uh, of money on like size watches. So I feel like 
it was um it was like smart of me mm. i ordered smalls to be smart yeah no totally yeah you did that on purpose and that was was very very good thinking of you yeah um all so, right uh yeah so, so, so back to me trying to get everybody in sorry we detoured like I'm trying to get everybody in. I'm cleaning up the pizza. I'm making sure there's not any, you know, I want to be super respectful of this venue. Let's treat it the way, let's leave it like we left. You know, we got it. So it took forever. And I finally get everybody in the door. And then everybody's sitting in the lobby talking. I'm like, listen, <laughs> you got to go. You got to go to your room. I don't care where you go, but you got to get out of here. And so like, and you're just like carrying on conversations with people. And I'm like, I'm, I kind of wanted to what's that like, whole, what's that closing, yeah, closing time? Like you, you, ain't, you ain't gonna go home, but you can't stay here kind of thing. Yeah. Now I will say so, if I underestimated anything about the weekend, I guess in my head when I was like, oh, there's going to be 14 couples. We'll all be out by the fire. I, I was thinking like 20, 30 people, not 70 people. Yeah. You know so I mean? we didn't really take into account all the influencers. Right. We also had other people there that weren't staying at the hotel. Yeah, we I had think, a few little I think we had some leaks about <laughs> we had some, yeah. leaks. some people leaked, I think, the hotel we, information. We tried really hard to keep the hotel information under wraps. Um, we learned a few lessons in that as well. So, um, yeah, we some people definitely got the info, which honestly was fine, you know. But, yeah, I think you're right. I wasn't. We had 26 rooms that I knew of booked. And then we and we had 28. And then, yeah. so, like, that's 60, you know, roughly. So, I mean, I don't know why I wasn't thinking 70, but nonetheless, it was a lot of fucking people. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, I, you know, we, we broke it up. We got everybody back to the rooms. A, a big group ended up in our suite. Um, we tried to play like Bella's game and we tried to do some massages and stuff. And it was just, there was too many people. It was too loud. Um, <laughs> Lacey was shushing and then like she would shush. And, you know, like it's funny when people shush that and then like a bunch of more people shush. It's almost like the shushing is louder than the talking kind of thing. Like it yeah, got, it, it, was, it got, yeah. I feel like the mom control. of the group. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, you know, maybe next time we can all get like a wing of the hotel or a floor of the hotel. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard, yeah. you know, because it's like we're not big enough to take over an entire hotel. But then when you're mixed in with vanilla people, you got to try to be respectful. And, and so it was it was definitely a balancing act. It wasn't a big deal. I mean, it definitely was something that, you know, I don't know how we yeah, changed we it. Been, you know what we I mean? sent but, out a survey and like that, you know, like we were re- reading some of the reviews the answers tonight and a couple of people said you know the kids being in the hotel and honestly I mean like could we have found a smaller hotel and maybe took the whole thing over yeah but like would it have been as nice definitely no I mean this was a really nice really nice hotel so I mean like I guess there's you have to outweigh the good and the bad um but definitely again a learning lesson um, I didn't personally bring the kids because I wasn't acting a fool, you know, like, <laughs> like I was completely dressed. Yeah, I was a little tipsy, but I was sober enough that like, obviously when a kid approached me, I was able to handle myself with class, you know, I mean, so I don't know, maybe communicating that a little bit more up front, maybe no. everyone can have those expectations. Friday night ended with everyone back in our room, not all 70, but probably a good 20 people, would you say? Yeah. 
Um, it really wasn't a whole lot of anything, more of just like they didn't know where to go, so they ended up in our room. Um, Dan was totally trying to have like some sexy time. I was not having it. <laughs> yeah. So that lasted, I don't know, they hung out for an hour or so and then they kind of broke yeah. up and everybody went to bed. Yeah. Um, Mr. Crackenbeard was totally helping me because my husband was too busy just trying to like have all the fun. No, not me. <laughs> yes, you. But eventually, they kind of dispersed. Everyone went their own ways. And um, so the room, which was kind of nice, because okay. you and I had not had any alone time in like a week. Mm. Yeah. So we, we had got... some hot fucking sex, you and we I. Had, we had some great sex that night. Some really hot sex. Like, like we were talking about it yesterday. I was like, that's like first year dating sex. I mean, not saying that we don't have great sex now because we do. But that was something different. You, you just, it's hard to explain, but it was good. Well, I think it was being in the hotel and, you know, kind of that, we're, you know, like in an environment where it was sexy, but you couldn't really be sexy. You know what I mean? It was kind of, it was kind of like a little bit of a tease. Yeah, we were drinking. Yeah, I mean, it was, that was, yeah. A, I mean, like of, at one point, you like put me up against the glass window, like they like had floor to ceiling windows and like you opened it and like, Put me against the glass and like just did all the things to me. It was hot as hell. Yeah, kind of like the the night we met. Yeah, go back to that first podcast or it's the first few. Um, you did that that night too. But yeah, it was. I needed that. Like, I don't think the weekend would have been as good had we have not had that opportunity to really connect that night because we always kind of struggle with that. Like we haven't seen each other for the full week and then we meet and we're thrown into it like a swinging environment and we haven't really had an opportunity to connect so yep all right and then that brings us into saturday but i think first we need to take a little break and uh hear from our sponsors okay The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. So we're back. So Saturday was like our big day. Amazing. 
we all slept in because we went to bed at like four and five a.m. Yeah, it was good. It was early. Yeah, a lot. A lot of people went to Cracker Barrel. We did not because we knew we didn't have time. Dan ran and got us lunch at Chick Fil A. I got ready because um, I knew if I didn't stop and get ready right then, I wasn't gonna have time for the whole day. Because that's kind of how these events go. Once you start, it's really hard to stop. Um, so yeah, so we ate lunch, and it was time for our our class, our swinging one on one class. Yeah, and I thought the class, you know, we, you know, we. It's really the first time we've, you know, we we we've done all these podcasts, we've done so many TikTok lives, but it was really our first in person class, right? Yeah. You know, and we Which kinda... come, came naturally for us because we do talk so much on TikTok and we're used to answering questions like on the fly with like not a lot of prep work. So I think a lot of it came very naturally to us and we left the agenda pretty open so we could be kind of fluid, like whatever the class needed, we could kind of take it there. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like you said, uh, used to TikToks with a thousand people, so you know a classroom with thirty people wasn't wasn't too intimidating. Although it's a different, it is a different feel being in real life. Um, but yeah, we kind of went over some just generic, you know, lifestyle things. You know, like um, kind of a lifestyle one hundred and one course, if you will. Um, and then we t- took it from that straight into like, hey, what to expect tonight at the club, and kind of some trapeze specifics and some just club specific, you know, kind of advice. It was nice because the you know the the people in the class asked questions. Um, even and the vast in the class... majority of them were like brand brand new, like really brand new, like had yeah, never think... had an experience. And so I thought it was like really good because like we asked them like at one point I think I asked like what are what are your boundaries for tonight? And a few of them like looked at each other like what? And I'm like before you leave this hotel. You have to communicate. You have to talk about what you will and will not do. Like, you have to decide where the line draws. And, like, because that's so important. You know, and a lot of people that are just kind of jumping into swinging don't have someone to tell them that. Yeah. No, so, I thought that was ex- excellent. It was nice to be able to talk about that. And, 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 and yeah. yeah. Like you said, out of the 14 couples, I think only, like, two of them had, had like, really any experience. So um, it, was, it, was, it was good conversation. Yeah, it really was. Um, so, I mean, I guess how long the class left? Like maybe two hours, um, mm-hmm. would you say? Yeah, yeah I yeah. thought it was good. Our first class, I mean, like, somebody suggested we do it. Um, like, we kind of had it, the hotel set it up for us, like, classroom style. Like, next time, maybe doing it in, like, a circle so we can all, like, maybe a little bit more intimate, which was, yeah. you know, actually brilliant. I didn't even think about that. So, Again, like a lot of things to learn and take away from this. Um, but overall, I really thought it went super well. And like a lot of people don't know this about you, but you were kind of, I mean, like if you watch our TikToks and listen to the podcast, you're like a natural like leader. You've held classes and taught classes. Um, so I was very fortunate for that because you kind of took the lead. And I just kind of yeah. like chimed in when I felt was necessary, like what we do here. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and then so we went from from the classroom straight back and kind of into a cocktail social hour back in the patio and stuff like that. You know, everybody kind of reminiscing about the night before and kind of telling stories. Uh, you know, I think there was probably more a lot of conversations that kind of got spurred from the class carried out into the social um, hour. We got we got an opportunity to talk to some more of the couples uh, like a one on one and answer some more questions. Um, you know, and, and I think that was it was nice to have that. I actually had to dip out a little early from this. Yes, because you, um, you that had was like two nights. Well, I had done two nights of staying up till four a.m. and it was catching up with me. I'm not gonna lie; like I was like exhausted, and I knew in order to like keep the night going, and I had to be on my A game. I had to I had to pause. So I kind of felt like a little bit of sensory overload. So many people. You always have to be talking to someone. So I stepped away to the our room and just kind of like laid on the bed in the quiet for like 30 minutes and kind of decompressed, which was much needed. Um, but but after that, I did. I, it, was, it was short lived. Um, I had to get up and we had planned, you know, you'll all see our TikToks where we have a big group of people or the pictures. Where we have all of us in the pictures. So we planned some time right before. We got ready for our trapeze to do those TikToks and do those videos. So everyone, again, met back in our room. Our room. We made a handful of TikToks. Um, we did some lingerie pictures for all of us the girls that do have OnlyFans. So that way we can post them and tag people. We actually did one that was like a pillow fight, like a fake pillow fight, which was pretty fun. Yeah, um, and, and also hot. Yeah, it was fun. Um, we had to rush because we, we literally had like 45 minutes to do all of this. And when you have like 12 girls trying to, you know, get all of this done in 45 minutes, it can be difficult. But after that, everybody went and got ready in their club wear, which I was ready. So that was pretty easy for me. I just kind of had to change. Um, as a group, well, first of all, the theme for trapeze was a locking key party. So the females get a lock, the males get a key. So as a group, we decided to wear gold and black. We thought that would be like kind of fun, kind of sexy. So that's what everybody went and changed into. Yeah. Yep. Everybody went and changed. And then we all met down into the courtyard again. And it was, it's kind of funny because it, it literally felt like swinger prom. So we're all out it in the did. courtyard and we're all dressed up, you know, in sexy, but club wear. Uh, and then, you know, this was the opportunity for everybody to take pictures. So we were taking pictures, you know, not only with the different groups of the influencers and things like that. We took some group pictures with everybody, you know, several of the, the, the VIPs wanted to take pictures with us and stuff like that. So it's just a nice Nice moment, you know, with everybody dressed up to stop and kind of take some take some photographs. Um, there was, you know, vanilla people out there, and they actually they offered to take pictures of us, and they were saying everybody looked nice, and it was kind of funny. Yeah, so somebody, I was on TikTok Live the other day, and somebody, I didn't realize this, but the guy was like, I, was, I asked him, I was like, hey, will you take our picture for us so everybody in our group can begin it? And he was like, yeah, who are y'all? And I was like, do you want to know the, the truth? Or do you, what do you want? And he was like, yeah, I want to know the truth. I'm like, where's Swinger? And his mama, I didn't realize, I thought it was his wife, but it was his mama. And she was like, oh, I want to go. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was fun. Um, we had the most Discord host that we'd ever had in one location. 
So we were able to get some pictures. We got a few pictures of the safety patrol for Discord. Um, we got some group photos for like us and like our actual employees and Jeff, who is our co-owner of Swingers Society, and his wife. So it was really fun. Again, like you said, just like prom. <laughs> yeah, it was 100% swinger, swinger prom photos. Um, yeah. And then it was time for everybody to, to head to the club. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, we, we all, all Ubered there. When we got there, oh, my God, we had at least 70-plus people in that line. Because there was a lot of people that didn't even know what was going on that were there. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention our entire group. Yeah, so it was our group uh, people, f- from the hotel. And then, you know, we had put out on Discord and TikTok and everywhere else to come that night. And so there were several people that were from our group but didn't stay at the hotel with us that were showing up uh, early because that's what we kind of had advised everybody to do. So, yeah, you're probably talking there were 70 to 100 people lined up at the door, like, at opening. And like you said, there were several of the, I guess, the regulars of the club or whatever, if you will, that were like, what, what is going on tonight? Like, who are you people? Like, what, yeah. are, you doing? what are you doing here? And I, I saw, like, a few of the girls that are, like, the regulars, which I could recognize their face. I see them all the time, and they're like, they're influencers. Yeah, they're influencers. <laughs> like, almost, like, talking down to us oh. um, about us. And, you know, it was, like, kind of funny, kind of not funny. Because we have been getting a lot of pushback about us not being real swingers. Because we are so public on, like, platforms. So, I mean, like, part of me wanted to, like, be like, um, excuse me. But also <laughs> part of me was like, no, let them think that. If, you know, like as long as we know that we're real swingers and our friends know, like I can't change everyone's mind. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about that several times on the podcast that there is like, I don't know, there's this mentality that like there are some swingers out there that think what we're doing is like wrong. Like, you know, by talking about this, we're breaking all, you know, the, all the rules of uh, that swingers have had for the last, you know, 50, 100 years. Um, and, you know. I think we try to balance it. We try to be respectful of other people. We would never out anybody that doesn't want to be outed. You know, we would never, you know, we, we're, we, we're no. very careful with our pictures that we take, you know, all of that. But, you know, so like, and we I can had understand. an open conversation with like the no phone policy mm-hmm. with all of our influencers on Saturday to really, you know, drive home that we have to be respectful of all of these people. And like my like line, I say all the time when people say you're not real swingers. I met my husband. Dan, right here on this podcast on SLS swinglifestyle.com. Like, how much more of a swinger can you be? Like, if that's not a real swinger, I don't know what is. So, you know, it's definitely something that has been affecting us lately because we want, we know that we're real swingers. And so, I don't know, it's just like a hard thing. Like, you want to prove to everyone that you are, but at the same time, you shouldn't have to prove anything. So, yeah. I think anybody that, you know, listens to our podcast, anybody that follows us on TikTok, you know, anybody that knows us knows that, um, you know, we not only are we swingers, but we, we love this community. We love the lifestyle. You know, we, you know, it's really become our our mission, our job to try to, you know, represent, um, you know, and kind of speak for this community um, and, and make positive change. Um, and I get. Yeah. And we know that. Yeah. And we know that we're not like experts like. We claim every podcast that we are not experts. We are just two people trying to navigate the lifestyle ourselves. And we fuck up. Like, we make mistakes. And sometimes we do great. And we talk about all of that and in between on the podcast. 
We got off on a tangent, babe. No, that's all right. Um, so <laughs> we were trying to get everybody into the club and as many people as possible upgraded to Diamond Club. So if you know tra- Club Trapeze, if you know us, you know we're big fans of the Diamond Club. Uh, we'd put that out to not only the influencers, but all of our VIP guests. Like, you know, if you want to, if you're able to, um, you know, you, you're going to want to try to get that upgrade. Um, so we were able to get a large portion of our group upgraded, um, but but unfortunately not everybody. Um, and I think that's another, I don't know if it's a lesson learned, but it, it you know, the people that it does kind of make it hard to keep the group together when half of us were in Diamond and half of it, well, not half, but like, you know, we were kind of yeah. split. We were split. And honestly, we usually spend a lot of time in the general area, like dancing and eating and stuff like that. And we kind of just head back to Diamond Club, like when it's time to play. But honestly, I like, I was a busy girl all night. I literally gave like 20 tours. My feet were killing me within the first 20 minutes of being there. Like, I had to tell everybody, I was like, I have to pause, I have to eat, or I'll be passed out. Like, yeah. I had to physically, like, make myself. And I had to make you a plate because you didn't even have time to stand in line <laughs> yeah. to make a plate. It was that crazy because not only did we want to make sure all the VIP people were in and happy and found their lockers and knew what they were doing, we wanted to give them all Diamond Club tours a lot of them did upgrade um themselves they knew like how important diamond was so they got there really really early so that way they could upgrade Mm -hmm. and diamond or and trapeze actually sold a lot of upgrades which i was shocked by we told them not to assume any and they sold a ton um so super grateful for that there definitely was a disconnect though for sure um so I felt bad for that. Definitely another lesson learned um, from it. Yeah, like but, you said, it, it was so busy that, you know, normally when we first get there, we sit down and we eat dinner. Um, but in the main part of the club, there wasn't even any seats to sit down and, and, and eat. So like you said, you got the food and we went back to Diamond just to get a place to sit down to, so we could eat our food for a second. And we couldn't even sit at a table in Diamond right. Club. We had, yeah, we had to, to, sit, to go back like, and sit in the couch. A couch and, and use... Um, one of theirs, those little tables, and we all, like, I mean, there was probably 10 of us crowded around a little coffee table. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't even 10 like, o'clock yet. It was, like, 9 o'clock. No. Yeah. And, like, I didn't even really dance. I may have danced for, like, three minutes, and then, like, somebody needed a tour, and then I left and did a tour. <laughs> um, well, you did tours. So, you were giving tours of the whole club, the Diamond Club, the front playroom. I mean, yeah, were, I did tours. Were... I just... I just, at some point, I didn't even ask permission to go in the play. Like, at first, I was like, can I walk them through? And they're like, yes, absolutely. And at some point, I was just like, come on, guys, let's go. You know, like I was like, we'll just be quick. If they kick us out, just pretend like we don't know we're not supposed to be here. You know, I was trying to do it early before anybody was playing. The last tour I gave, there was people playing in there. Um, but I tried really, really hard. I'm like... I mean, like, literally, it was, like, a one-minute walkthrough, if that. Yeah, it was, like, yeah. real, it was weird speed walking. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, until, like, uh, it was probably midnight before we, like, really sat down and got to enjoy <laughs> any of our time. Uh, Liz is going to have to put you on staff of, uh, with all the tours you did, I think, you know. She's going to have to pay you for that time. Mm-hmm. 
I know, I know. Honestly, like, I kind of wish we could have gotten there early and given everyone tours. Like, in hindsight, maybe that's something that we can work out. Um, but, yeah, because that would have been so much easier just to walk everyone through once instead of us having to do it all the time. Yeah. No, yeah, that's so. true. But, but you yeah. know, it's listen, learn. So we finally got to the time where it was, like, time to play. Yeah, so I mean, we did spend some time on the dance floor. We did, you know, we we tried as much as we could to interact with everybody. I think we did, you know, it was hard to kind of keep our group together because we were split between Diamond and the front. And then even in the front, I think the group was kind of split up into two or three different spots. Um, So we kind of tried to, you know, mingle and get around to everybody as much as we could. Um, It it just, it it was difficult. We could have done better, but at the same time, we were stretched so thin. You know, like... Maybe if we had other people that were giving tours or something, I don't know. Yeah, we gotta hire. We gotta hire people. Um, but anyway, we en- we ended up uh, at the end of the night. This is like you're saying. It's like midnight, one o'clock. Back in Diamond Club, all the way in the back. Uh, if you know where the red couches are, we're kind of in the back by that big playroom. Um, and, and finally, we were just like, "All right, <laughs> I think that our work is done. Let's enjoy our friends." And uh, and you know, uh, kind of went in that direction. Yeah. Um, and so at some point, I don't know how, or we ended up in like a big group or maybe was it before that? No. Oh, I know what happened. Two of our VIP people enjoyed themselves a lot. Let's just say that we're not going to air out their business because that's not ours to air out. However, I do think that we were successful in our swinger one-on-one class. If you get my drift, um, There was actually the, the, several um, pineapples, I think, that were born that night yes. um, in the club. One of the women recently gave birth. Yeah, I think she, and she was, was, she was still breast, She was still breastfeeding, yeah. And my husband <laughs> finds that super attractive. Now, disclaimer, I think this lady is, she was a blast. The whole weekend. Like, I would totally go to the mall with her on Saturday and hang out. Like, we would hang out. Like, she was so much fun. She was Totally fun, fun yeah. person. But I didn't expect you to drink the breast <laughs> or lick it up. I just licked it, yeah. I mean, and I wasn't the only one, uh, but I did lick some breast milk um, from her nipple at, at one point in time of the night. Uh, and I think later on you know we just it happened and then we kind of all laughed and kept going on and later in the night you're like i don't know how i feel about that like that might be a limit for me and i was like oh really? i'm like i didn't realize <laughs> that i had to set a boundary that you won't drink breast milk from another woman's titty like and you're like yeah well at least talk to me first like, next time and i was like oh i thought that okay. was like a life hard limit you know like <laughs> So Dan and I have actually had like a couple of conversations about this because he doesn't understand my point of view. Uh-huh. And I just think he's about shit crazy, <laughs> you know? So there definitely is a disconnect. I don't know. I guess I'm like, I guess like if it was my breast milk and you were like, and it was our baby and you were like, Oh, yeah. I'm going to try it. That would be one thing. And I would be totally fine with that. And we would have like a good laugh in the kitchen. But the fact that it was like, another woman's at a yeah, that's a weird club. one it's not a scenario i've ever thought i would be in and then two it's an interesting that that made you i don't i wouldn't say jealous but uncomfortable no i wasn't jealous i was just yeah. like what the fuck 
yeah. Yeah. Right? I think it was more yeah. of that. Yeah, I think it's because it's a turn off for you, maybe, and it's a turn on for me. So that's like where it's like we're not on the I same page. I also never breastfed. Like yeah. my my son was bottle fed, so like may maybe that has something to do with it. I mean, like I don't I don't know. Um, but it was just I was just like, wow, you didn't that. We didn't get in a fight. <laughs> no, no, we didn't even like really exchange words. It was more like, did you really just? drink yeah. breast milk like it was just like okay like, you said something yeah, to me about happened. like how about next time before you drink somebody's breast milk you, we have a conversation about it or i don't know something like that which was funny but uh, it also it was is, a little is also funny. kind of i don't know it's a Fuck good story that? if nothing else it's a great story so we appreciate um, i mean we won't say her name but it, we, pre- we appreciate yeah, we her, won't say her name. and she she is an awesome um, she is person. such a blast like we even talked about not having this conversation on the podcast because we didn't want her to feel like she had done something because she absolutely didn't do anything wrong and I'm in no way shape or form like she's doing what the human body was created to do like I love it <laughs> I just didn't expect my husband to lick it up that's all yeah well it's just that's a all. weird you know I don't know it's like one of those it's like you know you can't ever you know like we always talk about like you never know what's going to happen that's going to like you know like be a discussion point you know what I mean I like, never thought that that would right. be one yeah it was, yeah. but it wasn't a big. Okay, thing. we're running out of time, so we've got we gotta we gotta wrap it up. So we did have some group play session, which you know we talk is our favorite. Um, we love it because you know sometimes I could be feeling one part of a couple and not the other, or vice versa, or whatever the case may be. Um, which was not the case at all. Honestly, I was like the best wing wife ever this weekend. I was just going to say, you know, I got to give a shout out to Lacey because if, you know, she's not really a hot husband wife, if that's a term. Um, but she was all about me playing and to the point where like she was getting me condoms and she was getting me water and she was like, oh, you need to do this to her and oh, you need to do that to her and Oh, let me watch like you at do this. one point someone stopped me and was like, Hey, do you want to be fucked? And I was like, Yes, I do. Thank you for reminding me. Yes. Can you please fuck me? I've never so, seen you like that though. Like I mean, don't know. Let's be honest, like I'm always probably a little bit more of a whore than you are when we do it. Yeah, like things. where I usually sleep with like one person, sometimes two. You usually sleep with five. Let's just right. be real. Right. For example, but, uh, I slept with one on Saturday night. You slept with three. That's kind of like how our ratios work, right. typically. Yeah. yeah, and that, that is a normal um, ratio. Um, I would say usually both of our ratios are higher than that. But uh, you you were just all about hooking me up. And, like, like you know, like you, we, we always joke that it starts with Dan whipping his dick out. It actually started Saturday night with Lacey saying, Dan, take Daphne to the playroom and fuck her. <laughs> That's how it started. Yeah. Yeah, is, I did. I was like, can you just go fuck her, please? <laughs> I don't know why I was, which was, this was a really good weekend for us. Like, I didn't have any jealousy. No. I didn't, I mean, like, honestly, like, it was, like, the perfect scenario for us. I felt very satisfied. I felt sexy, which is something that I've personally been struggling with. I felt, this is the first event where I felt really confident about my boobs. Um. I felt hot, like when are taking our pictures with the girls, and just felt beautiful. Um, and so it was a really, really good weekend for like my mental health and my self confidence. Um, so yeah, it just 
all the pieces aligned and it was perfect. Yeah. No, it was a I great it was a great night and you you were if if you know, if you're a swinging husband and you wanted the um the perfect swinger wife, Lacey was on point that night. Um, I was getting you <laughs> condoms and water and everything. Yeah. It was like and I, I, I think I even said to you, like babe, like, babe, what is going on? Like, are you like okay? And you're like, no, I love this. This is great. I'm having a great time. <laughs> go, <laughs> I go fuck. I was having like no, go fuck her. I'll get you some water. I'll be right back. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Like, is this a trap? Hey, I did remember. <laughs> I know we're wrapping it up, but I did remember one thing, which is really random, which kind of along the lines of breast milk. Mm-hmm. I peed with a man. Oh yes, you did. Yeah. So that you could also turn that around on me and say maybe before you go pee with a man, like you talk to me about that. <laughs> so I was going into a bathroom and a man was going in at the same time, and we like we're like fuck it, we'll just go together. Which he was sort of attractive, but not like 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 oh my god, fuck me against the wall attractive. Does that make sense? Like he wasn't a bad looking man, but he wasn't. But he was so respectful. Like, we were in the bathroom together, and I peed and wiped, and he stood there. He was like, great job. And then I went and washed my hands while he peed, and then we, like, left together. No, I will – one, that doesn't bother me at all, and I think it's just funny. But but had that been the other way around, oh, I, I probably, probably would have like, lost my shit. <laughs> I probably would have been Hands in big down. trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Which is funny. Yeah. That's that's another one of Dan and Lacey's, like, relation. Like, had Lacey licked um, booby milk up, it would have been just a funny story. But because Dan did it, it's like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Trust me, I'm not I'm not licking breast milk up. You, yeah. you're, you're, I think you that's, that's what not it is. something you I have think, to worry. I think you didn't like it because you didn't you're not turned on by it so i think to you it's just like weird and it's not like had you thought it was hot you probably would have been you probably would be into it like you'd be more about it yeah i I guess i think of breast milk as more of like a medical like um and it's not that i don't think it's sexy i mean i think that it's a beautiful thing i don't think of it right in the sexual manner at all where i think like men are a little fucked up and think (laughs) about when like some kind of childhood well and it's it's funny you say that because i think universally most of the guys there were like yeah that's hot like you know it's pretty oh pretty all universal. the guys were like yeah. lining up to get like a shot of milk <laughs> y'all were all fucked up all of you yeah but anyway um yeah, that was our weekend but it was we and even that... had a few vip couples that like fucked in the room next to us like with each other you mm-hmm. know because they weren't ready yeah. to like full yeah. swap or anything yeah. i mean overall i really was happy with it's the weekend now it's wednesday and i am still like exhausted like my voice is still like a little hoarse like when i wake up in the mornings because i'm just like that beat like i asked dan today i was like are you still exhausted he's like i'm okay and i'm like oh i'm real exhausted like i don't know why i'm so exhausted but it'll just take it'll take it out of you yeah i'm not 20 anymore no but i think we got to wrap it up we're a little over time but uh that that was the first ever Swinger Society event um, hosted by Dan and Lacey. Yeah. And um, and the rest of the Swinger Society crew that attended. And we had a great time, guys. We appreciate it. We can't wait to do more stuff like that. Our, our calendar is booking up. Um, Lacey, like typical Lacey fashion, is already trying to squeeze more stuff in. Um, so I'll, I'll go over those stuff things real quick. Podcast of Palooza in June, not an event we are personally attending, but it is kind of a 
you know, it's it's the podcasters are hosting it, um, but um, several of the Swinger Society people are going. Um, I know uh, Life of Spice is going, and um, Bella and Jace from Four Play Podcast are going. So, um, if you're if that's an you know, all these events will be listed on SwingerSociety.net. Um, we are looking at attending um, the Splash Party in Atlanta, which is June second through the fifth. Um, that was not on our schedule. They just reached out to us and want us to attend. We think, knock on wood, that we might be able to swing it only because it's so close to us. Um, so we're, we're going to Yeah, try to it's literally a car ride right away where the podcast Lisa is like on the other side of the country. Yeah. Um, this is in Atlanta. It's a car ride right away. So we are looking at our schedule. I think we can make it work. It's just a matter of ironing out the like last minute details. So definitely check out our website, our TikTok. Our, all those things like if that's something that you might be interested in so definitely make like an official announcement in the next couple days yep and then we got naughty in new orleans july 6th through the 8th then it's a secret sensations halloween bash in pittsburgh pennsylvania october 21st and 22nd and then we still have that pineapple cruise where we're going to the caribbean with a bunch of swingers and that's going to be march 11th through the 16th if any of those events sound exciting to you, please go to swingersociety.net, get signed up, and uh, get registered. All those, um, all the signups you'll be able to do through that website. Yep. And that's it. Anything else for the for the Swing Nation? I think that's it. All right, and shout, we're about to like end on our final word that we say, everyone. Shout out to our VIP uh, member who wore this logo on her shirt to Pineapple Wear. She was precious. And like as soon as she walked up and, and her shirt said this, I was like, I just wanted to hug her neck. I think I did. I think I hugged her <laughs> neck. But yeah. That's true. So mm-hmm. in a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.